I tell you, Michelle, I'm really enjoying doing our podcast through Anchor. Yeah, it seems to be working really well. Yep. I mean, it, it's free. That's it, always good. Yeah. It's simple. Um, they give you creation tools that, that allows you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or the computer. They distribute the podcast on Spotify and Apple and many other podchasers. You can make money with the podcast with minimum listenership. Awesome. Yep. Everything you need at one place. Cool. Yeah. And all you need to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Easy enough. Yeah, we've done it. Mm-hmm. Other so pod- Yeah. Hey, this is Dub from the iHeart Geek Podcast, and you are listening to two of my favorite people, Dino and Michelle, with the Huh Podcast. Hey everybody, we are back to our podcast. Back again. Back again. This is Dino. And Michelle. This is episode... A million and two. 30-30. We're doing... 30-30? Dirty 30-30. 30. Dirty 30. Oh, 30-30. We're doing the 30-30 right now. Not that it's going to be dirty, but... We're family friendly. Gringy and grimy. <laughs> Rawr. Not really. Yeah, no. I'm in a weird mood, y'all. So, I, I have no idea what's going to come out. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll just. Hope everybody's doing good. Staying healthy. I know it's hmm. hard this time of year. <laughs> what's been going on? Uh, wow. I don't know. This week kind of felt like a blur. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember waking up each day. <laughs> Then something happened, and then I went back to bed. Okay. (laughs) I know it's pretty boring, but that's kind of what I'm... Yeah, it's been pretty standard issue. Nico had her second week of um, recruit training. Yeah, and she's loving it. Oh, yeah, she's loving it. Yeah. I got a report back that she showed a lot of improvement. Between mm. the first and the second week, so that's good. Right. And now I've started a new regiment of getting her to learn all of the informational stuff that she right. needs to learn. Okay. So she'll yeah. get there. She's going to have fun with it. Yep. I mean, work's been working, yep. so, I mean, nothing really fun well, or I mean, exciting. We had play rehearsals again this week. Yeah. Um, But nothing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I that... don't know. It just felt like a very... Routine. Coast. Yeah. Coast through the week week. Yeah. <laughs> Which means the show will drop this week or something. I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but it's March. Yeah. It's it is March. now. March. It is our anniversary month. Yeah. It'll be... 18. 18 years. Oh, good God. 
gets better every year, though. So. It thinks it does. Uh, <laughs> what? No, it does. No. <laughs> it does. So. But, uh. I don't even know if I've watched much. I haven't watched, I know, any feature-length films this week. Uh, yeah, let me say. You watched a few, I know. I didn't. A couple. Well, I know the one that I watched last week, you watched this week with you. Oh, yeah. The, and then, um, yeah, I don't want to get too much into it because I have an article uh-huh. that I'll be going on to far side about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The MOM. Right, MOM. Yeah. yeah. So keep, keep, keep peeled for that one. Yep. Last night you watched. I watched Hell Night. I watched Hell Night. Um, the slasher from, I think it was 81, with Linda Blair. Um, the guy who was in Friday the 13th Part 4. And, Vin- and just, just so you all guys know, when he sits and watches a movie, if it bugs him who somebody is, he always has his phone by his side so he can do the research to find out who is that. Right. And what I, else has he been in? And I'm not a person that is on my phone watching a movie. Like, it, it's normally in my pocket or on the side table. That way I don't touch it. Like, I don't... If I'm watching a movie, I'm engaged in the movie. But I will stop it and go, I know that guy. <laughs> and then it'll wrap my brain. And then I'll look it up. But... There was the, the one guy, Seth, in the movie. And I'm like, I know him. I know him. I know him. And I went on the IMDb and looked it up. And lo and behold, I actually didn't know him from any of the movie. And he had a pretty decent, you know, IMDb. Portfolio. Yeah. Portfolio. Of being an actor. But he is Vince Van Patten. The co-host of the WPT World Poker Tour. I was like, "That's him," you know. So oh, we've watched hours of that, and that hours. is where I know from. I, you know, we used to be huge card players back in the day before the kids came. And yes, Dub, we do want to make it out to Vegas to yes. go see you. <laughs> um, okay, we were such we were such big card people. Mm-hmm. I have a tat. Yeah. On my left forearm of playing cards. Yeah. Because I used to deal yep. for games. Mm-hmm. And as a dealer, I always had to have cards up my sleeve. Yep. And they were completely illegal games. Yes. They were a poker league. I think we may have talked about those. Yeah. But. I'm sure at some anyhow. point we have. It used to be a big, a big part of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> but Hell Knight, I'll, I'll tell you what. This is probably the. Third time I saw it, the first time was like mid-80s, when I was maybe about 11 or 12, and then I saw it maybe early 90s, and I remembered it being boring, and it's probably because, you know, I was... 16, 17, and I wanted something, you know, 
little more extreme, you know, in my in my gore, you know. Well, you told me last night when you were telling me about it, the way you described it was, you know, you said it had yeah. a lot of. Um, now I can't. Now I'm confusing your words with the waiter today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Atmosphere. More character driven at first. Yeah, know. I mean, I I liked it. It was you know atmosphere. the The blood is pretty minimal, but there are some really good moments in it. Well, you, at, you, you said it had a decent number of kills. Yeah, I mean maybe seven or eight, but there were some good moments, a few good jumps, and, and I liked it. it. It was tame. For that's a what you slasher. said last night. That it, was, it was tame, and that's probably not what you were looking for. For when I was when, 16, yeah. Right, you weren't looking for the tame, but now you now can I can appreciate Right, and I think it's a good gateway to horror movies. If you have a person that wants to watch a horror movie, you know, oh, I'm not sure about horror movies, what slasher should I start out with? I think that would be a good one. So why didn't we start the kids with that? Because <laughs> I didn't know about it. No, I started TT with Friday the 13th Part 4. Well, but this weekend she asked to start watching It. Yeah, she wants to start watching It. So, And I was debating on starting her on the TV version. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I might just go into the new one. Well, it's, I mean, but it's I still haven't like seen a, Part 2 yet. But. Yeah, I know, but it's not like... You know, all three of them, honestly, have had... I mean, I know it's different watching the movie with the motion, mm-hmm. but they all know Pennywise. Right. I mean, anytime we go into anywhere that has pop figures... Right. Or a figurine. Or, or a big, you know, or pop, four They'll foot, always yeah. point out, hey, look, it's Pennywise. Right. So it's not even like, the, hey, look, it's it. Or it's... I mean, they know right. his name. And they're not even... I mean... They even like looking at the ones that are made to look right, real frightening, right. So I like mean, that three-inch figure we saw yesterday over at Borderlands mm-hmm. up in Greenville. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they'll they'll point those out, and they don't. It doesn't seem to mm-hmm. scare them. Like again, now I know the motion and the story is going to add to that, mm-hmm. but I think having that pre-exposure to Pennywise himself. Right. Will lessen that. Yeah, you you kind of take flow. the taboo out of it, you know. Too, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like. Well, I mean, and we joke all the time. Any, you know, any. We'll do the pop, pop, pop. Yeah. You know, so, anytime there's a red balloon. Hey, Right. So yeah. I mean, they've heard yeah. all that before. Yeah. So they've got it, and they laugh at it. Right. So I mean, they they've already got that. Yeah. So I'm not as worried about showing. Yeah. Showing. And, and of course, we're there with them. So if there's anything. Oh yeah, and the minute that the minute yeah. the minute she says I'm done. Yeah. It's off. Right. You know. Now Nico's already said she doesn't want to watch it. Yeah. So you're, gonna have, you're gonna have to find a time where. Right. It, it's fine. just tea. Yep. Oh. Next recruit class. Yeah. As I said I wanted to go up by myself. Mm-hmm. That can be mm-hmm. a. Yep. Day for you guys to do that. I would be remiss if I did not mention that we went up to Borderlands um, Comics in yep. Greenville, and they 
Borderlands and Greenville, they are the ones that put on the SD Comic Con. And that is the weekend of the 28th? Yeah, I think that's what you said earlier. The 28th and 29th, Friday, uh, Saturday and Sunday in Greenville. And they've got a bunch of great guests going to be there. Uh, the Big Red Machine, Kane, is going to be there. Um... Lots of artists and drawings, and we've told you in the past, this is where we've met Larry Blameyer mm -hmm. a couple of times, who has a Kickstarter, I know you've seen it on my Twitter if you follow me, or on the Facebook page, but he has a Kickstarter for his new Blu-ray for my favorite of his movies, Dark and Stormy Night. My favorite as well. Right. So, start your kicking. And look that up, Dark and Stormy Night Kickstarter, and go invest and get a great Blu-ray. Um, but back to the Comic Con, I mean, but, that was our first Comic Con experience, wasn't it? Well, at least in the yeah. Time. I don't. I'm not sure whether you had gone to any yeah. before, but I went to like one in New York. I met Guar there, you know, and that was all I really remember. Mm -hmm. But this was the first like where I really knew of. Like cosplay and right. all that. Right, we went. It's the and, first one that we went to as a family. Right. Yeah, it's kind of been our. And it kind of it jumped us back into, or me into, appreciating comic books again, and mm -hmm. toys and all that. Because at that point, you know, the kids were all really young, and we were watching like kitty kitty shows, you know, and which we've started watching. Before that, you know, we were 20 and 30-somethings who were married, no kids, going out and playing poker and, you know, kind of living adult, non-parent life. So we really didn't have a exposure to the, the I don't want to say childish things because comic books aren't, but you, you know what I'm saying. We we were adulting for a while before we have a young outlet now. Yeah. <laughs> but which reminds me, we were talking to Serenity yeah. on um, yesterday. Mm -hmm. Talking to her yesterday about, um, I think you were going to show her. The junior high horrors. Junior high horrors. Did you ever? Did you ever get? To no, show I that didn't. Too? I have to do that too. Yeah. And yeah. that's a comic. Go on our YouTube page. Um, I spoke with the creator, Rob, about his comic book, Junior High Horrors. It's taking the your classic horror heavies, Freddy, Jason, Michael, and it's a satire of them as junior high kids dealing with problems, you know. Yeah, well, now, the reason you wanted to show that to her is because she had actually, um, she's been doing a lot of art. Yeah. She's she's always been our more artistic. Now I mean like yeah, drawing, drawing painting. Yeah. Drawing and painting. She's always been our, our more artistic. And she had actually finally expressed that a possible desire to work her way to Disney somehow. Right. Um, to be an artist for them. Uh, which I would be in heaven, I think, right. if she ever because I've been a Disney fan for a really long time. Um Grandpa would be over the moon. <laughs> right. But um, she also said that if she doesn't go that way, if she doesn't draw for Disney, 
she's interested in drawing um, horror comics. Yeah. And, and she even talked about making a horror cartoon. Right. A ho- yeah, a horror cartoon. Yeah. Because uh, she's been she's been learning different um, genres like uh, the kawaii. Kawaii. kawaii like she's really getting her. into kawaii right now. Right, and I, I also got her beginning anime. Mm-hmm. Um, so she can. Right. Uh, the kawaii is her favorite <laughs> at this point, which is kind yeah. of it's really odd because the kawaii is the cute, right. the cutesy. Mm-hmm. But she's the one that likes the dark and the dark and the hard. I'd like to see where. I wonder if she's going to try and meld that and take the kawaii into that would be, a yeah. horror-esque. That, that would be kind of cool. Make but... a cute little bats or a cute <laughs> spider or a cute mummy. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so you need to get on that and show her that. And it's probably why that. she likes, like, Undertale or Saiyans. Because he's, like, a cute little skeleton guy or True. something. Yeah. True. So. She's one of those kids, she has LOL dolls. And she calls her LOL. She has named her LOL Sans. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I, I love her peculi- peculiarities. Yeah. Did I say that correctly? Peculiarity? Yeah. Yeah. Because she'll go all the way from loving the horror and all that um, to liking the cute, like the kawaii and JoJo. <laughs> so she's got a wide range of... Right. Uh, of what she likes. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'd be interested in seeing what she thinks of that junior high horror. Yeah. So. We will keep you updated. I know I know that we're proud parents and talking that way, but um, she's actually been invited to be in a um, art show. Yeah. Here in Newberry this spring. So I, I proud mama moment is that it's not just us recognizing her talent. Right. You know what we're going to do? Take a little break. We're going to give you a couple of uh, podcast tags from a couple of friends of ours. You have friends? We've got a couple. We've got a couple. You know what I think? I think there's a lot of people that listen, but they probably do like big uh, like listening parties. Because I'm gauging on my analytics. I, I don't know. Seven or eight people listen. But I hear a lot of people saying, hey, I love your show. So unless <laughs> the analytics are wrong, all these people are meeting in parties of 20 to 25 each. And they're listening. Kind of like a football game. So that's what I'm believing in my mind happens. <laughs> and the Or the analytics are just screwed up. Or people are blowing smoke up my butt. Which... Could be. But anyway, here are a couple of promos for some great podcast friends of ours. Welcome back. Okay. Um, I put out a question on social media. Yes, you did. Um, And I didn't answer it. And you didn't. And I didn't want you to. Well, I wanted you to, but I didn't want you to answer on social media. I wanted you to answer here if you had an answer. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I, you know I've already told you as, as far as that goes. You you want me to don't go over let, what the question was, or are you going to? Well, the question is: Is there a non-genre TV show that had an episode that unnerved you or? kind of traumatized you as a kid. 
like anything, you know. I know, and I'm saying this because it wasn't mentioned, um, there was like an episode of Webster when they, after the apartment burnt down, they moved into the house where they lived, where he had the, like, secret passage with the clock in the wall and all that. And that first episode, I think the owners had a daughter that had died or something, and they had, like, a doll in the room that represented the daughter or something, and that bothered me a little, because I have a thing with dolls. But the one, and I don't know why I woke up thinking of the episode, but it was an episode of MASH. And a matter of fact, I went on Amazon, and I was going to revisit it just to, just for this episode. And I went to go click play, and I couldn't. Because it bothered That episode bothered me back then. And I'm like, you know what? I, I'm not. I don't want to do it. And it was an episode where everyone was having, like, exhaustion. And they were all having nightmares. And, like, Father Mulcahy was, like, preaching. And there was blood dripping on his Bible. And he looked up. And instead of Jesus on the cross, it was like a soldier. And then Hawkeye was, was there. And they, like, took his arms off. And took his legs off. And he is like floating in a boat. In a river. Full of body parts. And as a kid. That freaked the crap out of me. And whenever that episode came on. I would like. Click it off. You think. It, uh, as you're describing it. I'm wondering if it was a. Um, abstract. PTSD type of episode yeah and that's I, why I, don't, I, really... I don't think they had the ptsd label at that point i i, I think no. that's that's a newer mm -hmm. medical but i'm wondering if that was like a yeah ptsd um awareness yeah because because i don't think they it wasn't really a thing in the late 70s or it had to, it had but to it, it certainly that. wasn't a thing in Korea, which is where MASH takes place. But yeah, I think it was definitely something, you know, on it. Because there were episodes that a lot of it got very, mm -hmm. I don't want to say preachy because I don't want to diminish it, but it got very message-oriented. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, as you were saying it, that was the one thing that came to my mind, is that that was probably a... Traumas of trauma, war yeah, type. Yeah, trauma type. Yeah. Before that was actually discussed the way that it is today, and the way that it should have been back then. Right. But it, it, just, but it, was a, it just wasn't. Yeah, it was a, a taboo. Right. Taboo subject. Yeah. Now, so. I, I've already spoken to you, so we'll be... Mm -hmm. um, I know you wanted me to wait till now, but we kind of had a, a right. quick conversation. <laughs> I actually don't have an answer. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason, you know, because I started trying to think of an answer, right. and then I realized I'm trying to think of an answer. Right. So if, it, if, right. if I have to try to think about it, it then didn't. there wasn't anything that struck me that... Organically. Yeah. Right. That, that struck that me to, to that level. Yeah. If I have to think about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I told you, though, 
the one there's a TV series that affected me enough. Mm-hmm. Not a type, you know, not that, a particular show, right? But a TV series that actually had enough effect on me that it kind of chose a temporary uh, career path, right? And that was uh, Rescue Nine One One. You know, we would watch that with with the family um, and the unsolved mysteries. You know, it was all yeah. kind of that crime. You know, police what de- was, police right. detective work. What was then called reality shows, right? Which right. were shows that depicted or reenacted, right? Uh, America's reality. Most Wanted was because right. uh, that's those affected me enough to the point where I actually pursued and was for a time a 911 operator and police dispatcher. Right. So it's a different type of effect that it, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. But that's about as close as I can get to answering. Right. Answering your question. Yep. But we got a lot of answers. We did. I was actually very pleasantly surprised. Wow. Yeah. And I am going to, we've got plenty of time. So I'm going to try to run through as much of this as possible. And give a shout out. Um, Johnny Ganache from Pina Comics. He said there was an episode of Eat Is Enough where Nicholas started a fire in the house. And that one really stuck with. I have a friend of mine, Matt, that I went to high school with, Matt Smolinski. And he said there was an episode of Gilligan's Island that they went to a weird haunted mansion. I remember that one. Okay. My friend Billy Mack, Billy McLaughlin, he said the Brady Bunch, um, and I believe this was a three-parter, where they went to Hawaii. Okay. And oh, the, the, had the little talisman yeah, thing. Yeah, tiki thing. Yeah. And it was a curse. Thing. Yeah. It was like cursed or something yep. like that. And, and uh, that Vincent one. Price was in that episode. I remember that one well. My friend John Murphy, and this is one I, I was going to try to check out, but I think they had pulled, uh, didn't they pull Little House from Yeah, Prime? Little House from Prime. Right, because I know you you were in the middle of going through with the girls. But oh, the, we can't say we were in the middle. We were like, you were like episode 22 okay. of season one. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and there's nine seasons, so yeah. we, we were in the middle. But there was an episode with like a rapist. From like season seven? I don't remember that one at all. I, I read that and I'm like, I could swear I have know I know each episode. And that, I am not recalling that at all. Yeah, it was season seven, episode 18, evidently. Okay. And he had like this weird mask. Hmm. Yeah, that would definitely be one that we would view before showing it to the girls, if we show it to the girls at all. Uh, yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> seventeen okay. episode seventeen and eighteen. It was a two parter. Okay. So all that I guess before they blew up all my group. Um Well yeah, because they went to episode, right. season nine. So. And then Mike Smolinski, uh Matt's brother, came in and said the one where Albert got addicted to morphine. That one I rem- that one I remember. Okay. Is somebody, I forget where I was reading it. Albert really got the shirt under a stick on that series, didn't he? No, yeah, but 
somebody had talked about that, and then I remember somebody else talking about, maybe it's on this thread, I can't remember, um, about how dark Little House on the Prairie actually is. Oh, yeah. I mean, because every episode, there's there's some kind of mm-hmm. really doom-impending type of problem. Yeah. You know, like a life-altering yeah. situation. And there were, there, there were a couple here that have mentioned the same episodes. Okay. So I'll, I'll get in those in a bit. I'll try to do the one-offs. And then there are people who picked a few and I'll get those. Tyler, my buddy Tyler, uh-huh. remind, uh, said, Saved by Bell, where Jesse gets addicted to speed. Okay. As well as uh, Will's breakdown on the Fresh Prince. Was that why doesn't my dad want me? Do you remember that one? No, I don't think and, so. And uh, Courtney from iHeart Geek also mentioned that one. How come my dad doesn't want me, Uncle Phil? And he like broke down. Author and uh, filmmaker J.P. Willie, V. The series, uh, oh, the main series of V, where you know, Rip, uh, where the girl took off her skin, she was a wizard. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Crash from Crash Palace, The Last Knock, said, uh, "March of the Wooden Soldiers," and that was one I watched with the girls this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that was a little freaky. Um, <clears throat> Darby from the Skybalon uh, podcast. That was one of the promos I played. Uh, the entire series of Soap. Which, yeah, that was, I mean, because it was a spoof of soap operas, mm-hmm. basically. But they had one guy got it, uh, abducted by aliens. They, uh, Jody, who was like the first gay character on primetime TV, played by Billy Crystal. He had a baby that was possessed by Satan on the show. <laughs> so it was like that. What was that one? That one yeah, I was just thinking about that. Before that even became a thing. It was a, that horror satire soap opera thing with mm-hmm. uh, Timmy. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, that. I forgot that show. But yeah, it was that. Let's see what else we got going on. Like I said, we had a lot and I appreciate it. Yeah, it's fun when we have participation like that. And we, can... we had a dub from the iHeart Geek show, along with PB and Jason and Courtney from iHeart Geek. Jason said that although it's not necessarily non-genre because it's sci-fi, the original run of Battlestar Galactica, it was The War of the Gods, Part 1 and 2. Where the devil lent his voice to the Cylons. And I tried to find that. It is on Amazon, but $25. So I didn't have a chance to check it out. And Courtney, she said they, uh, there was a episode, home invasion episode of Own a Family. Where Edith almost gets raped. And I do remember that one. That was... Yeah, I don't think I... I probably have... tried. I think I tried to forget it. <laughs> Okay, and then, yeah, Dub said another one from Family Ties when Alex goes into therapy. Someone else had mentioned that one. I think it might have been on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, his his friend 
had died in a car accident. And it was a two-parter. And yeah, he goes into therapy and it's the whole episode is him in a black room and just coping with his loss and all that and reliving memories of his buddy and everything. Which was kind of odd because it was a friend that had never made an appearance on a show before. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. it was in a, you know, a loss. But, but, but for him it was. But it was a one-man show for uh, Michael J. Fox. And it was, it was a great episode. Um, Shane Beauregard from Media Mosh, he, he also mentioned that episode. Oh, from a, The yeah. one with the car wreck, yeah. He said he was about 10 when it came out. So we're, we're roughly the same age. Um, got a couple of years on you. Um, it was like. old as dirt. I do. Yeah. Oh my God. But it was like the first real serious episode of a light show that he was into. Hmm. Um, a show that was pretty notorious for their very special episodes before Blossom ran with it every other week was Different Strokes. And they had the one that a couple of people mentioned, um, Pastor Matt from Father and Son Watch Horror Movies. Mm-hmm. He said he vaguely remembers the episode about a molestation. And yeah, it was the episode where Arnold and Dudley went to the bike shop. And the bike shop was run by Gordon Jump, who was the Maytag repairman. And he was also Mr. Carlson. From WKRP in Cincinnati. Okay. And he like gave them wine to drink. And they were watching like. X-rated cartoons or whatever. And then Arnold left. And Dudley. Dudley. Stayed behind. And then he. Ended up like. Nearly molesting Dudley. Or had him down his underwear. Or whatever. And yeah that one was. Pretty. I where was I? I don't remember. Yeah. I've watched all of these shows, yeah. but I don't remember any of these. Yeah, because I'll tell you, there are about four, and there are probably more, but there are four that I remember being like real heavy, mm-hmm. and one was that one. There was another one where Arnold and Kimberly are out and they get kidnapped by some guy, and they duct taped. Arnold in an apartment hmm. and he ended up getting out like rubbing on a nail and breaking out and then rescuing like going out and oh. getting cut and then there was another one where it was a bank robbery and I think it was Arnold in like Tootie because you know Facts of Life was a spinoff and they were in the bank so it was like a bank hold up and they were in there and then there was another one later on, like before it got canceled in the later season, where Sam, remember when Mr. Drummond got married to Dixie Carter, I think. I think she played the wife. And Sam, played by Dan, Danny Cooksey, he got kidnapped. 
he was in like a convenience store and some guy was like, hey, can you help me find my dog? And he ended up taking him home and kind of like a, my, no, my first name is Steven type of thing. I took him and was like, no, you're my son now. And oh. did that. Yeah. I, I said, I. Yeah. I must not have been watching TV. <laughs> or I watch way too much, which is probably the case. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that, I mean, during my younger years, mm-hmm. I really only watched TV. Mm-hmm. At night, and it was really watching what my parent with with my parents what they were watching. Mm-hmm. You know, other than that, I was oh, I was, and I was the opposite. I was a kid on Sunday. I take the comics, put them off to the side, take the movie section, open up, and read all the movie reviews, mm-hmm. including little one paragraph, one paragraph blog mm-hmm. snippets. Look at the movie posters for an hour. Even if I didn't see the movies, I would. Mm-hmm. And then I would take the TV guide and I would pretty much read it and study it. Hmm. And it was just my thing. Well, while you were talking about some of those shows, I had a couple. I did have a couple of things that came, mm-hmm. came to mind. First thing I remembered, mm-hmm. Passions. Yes. That was the name of that soap opera that had Timmy and... Hecuba. Hecuba, yeah. Yeah. Passions. So that's came, that came to me. And then I guess another show that... And again, it's not one episode in particular, but the show had an overall effect on my view of the world. Mm-hmm. And some people might think it was very strange. 21 Jump Street. Oh, Okay. I've got one or two episodes, but which one? 30 Seconds. Oh, okay. Um, where Johnny Depp's character's girlfriend, or three, uh, 3.3 seconds. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 3.3 seconds, not 30 seconds. Yeah. Where, where his girlfriend was killed in the convenience store. And he tries to figure out everything he could, could do he in 3.3. Right. Three. And right. every way he could have changed the situation within 3.3 seconds. Yes. Um, that was one... And I don't remember the name of the episode, but it was when Johnny Depp's character and um, Deloise. Penhall. Penhall. When the two of them, were the first time that they were the um, brothers. What were the McQuaid. Brothers? McQuaid. The first time. The first time McQuaid they, brothers. Yeah, the ah, first time that yeah. they were the McQuaid brothers when the one girl came and asked them mm-hmm. to kill her father. Oh, okay. Because he was molesting. Mm-hmm. He was molesting her. Right. The, those two kind of yeah. stick out mm-hmm. the most. Okay. Yeah. But again, it's a situation where I've been thinking about it for three days. So, yeah. take that ha- Take that. how you... Yeah. Jump Street you was... Tw- yeah, 21 Jump Street was... Yeah. That's one of those shows where I waited every week. Because mm-hmm. at that point, because Tammy was watching, my best friend was watching 21 Jump Street, but she was still living in New York. Right. And I was living in Florida. Mm-hmm. So that was like a, that was like a big deal for us. The day after the 21 Jump Street episode aired, we would call the next day and be on the phone for at least two hours talking about the episode. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was one of our ways that we stayed connected 
-hmm. even though she was still in New York and I was in Florida. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Joey from The Wizard, Joey DiCarlo, he said that there was an episode of Punky Brewster where they got lost in a cave and there was a giant spider. And I, I, I tried to find that when I went on Tubi. I went on everywhere trying to find that. And I couldn't find it. Just because I really did try to, you know, any of those episodes that stood out, I tried to watch. This is the, the commitment I have to you guys. That I, <laughs> I take this very seriously. <laughs> but yeah, so I want to thank everyone. Yeah, that was a fun discussion. Everyone I may not have participated in. as much, but it was fun to read. Yeah, and we and we'll do more of that. Um, so, anything else getting on, going? Well, should we talk about playing cards? Oh, well. Can we have that discussion? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, you know, we we were poker players. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we still have. I mean, we still we still have our poker table. Mm -hmm. The really sad part about that is it's in our laundry room and the black cover is practically gray from yeah. all the yeah. <laughs> the and, length and everything. And so we probably have touched. 40 pounds of poker chips. Of clay poker yeah. chips. Yeah, because we bought when we were we bought the, we quality. Bought the good stuff. Yeah. And we bought like the really the washable decks yeah. of cards. Yeah, the plastic. Yeah. Yeah. We've but, got dealer buttons and big blind, small blind buttons and yeah. Yeah. We were poker players. Yeah. <laughs> I love my kids, but there's some days I miss those times. Yeah. But <laughs> I really, really do. you know the real evil thing about those poker cards though? What? Evidently, some of those cards have faces on them. Yes. And I don't know why, but they're evil. Evil, evil, evil. So you really can find evil around every corner. If you look hard enough, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm being a little bit, uh, facetious. I can never say that word. I think that's the right word for now, but I still can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going through my Facebook again. And uh. That same Facebook page Again, I don't think we've named it, and I really don't want to. I hope yeah. We didn't and it. I would, I would but, say, why do you keep going there? But it keeps giving us great stuff to talk about on the show. Even not just on the show, it gives us stuff In, to joke yeah. about during the week. Yep. But a woman had posted on there. She goes, "I know that keeping playing card face cards in your house." is not good does anybody or, or it's not that it's not good but it's not it's not christian or right. something like that does anybody have any resources so i can explain to my children why that is i read that <laughs> and i read it again <laughs> and then i read it about three more times because i wanted to make sure i'm like what what am i reading <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then i said okay let me start reading these comments see if i can get any clarity on this 
I started reading the comments and I was very pleasantly surprised. Right. There was a lot of people who were not saying it this way, but were going, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> they were saying that without saying that. Or as we would say, huh? <laughs> That's why you're a leader. But, <laughs> but yeah, there were other people going, um, I've never heard this before. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and like you had made the comment, you know, if you're having to look for resources to explain it to your kids, yeah. then there probably really isn't any resources and you don't know why you believe what you believe. Right. <laughs> right. Might be an idea. Might be a reason to rethink this a bit. Yeah. 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 Now, Grant, there was probably, by the time I read it, there was over 100 comments already. And I'd say about 95% of them were asking or making the statement of, we didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. So that was a very reassuring thing to me. Yeah. Woo! Okay. Yeah, right. Because if it was overwhelmingly, this is why and this is why, I don't, I think my head would have exploded, to be quite honest with you. But most people are like, uh, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. There were a few that said that they've, they've heard other people, you know, that were like maybe very, very strict Southern Baptist, um, or even maybe some set, um, different sects of the Mormon religion who do hold to the face cards of a regular deck of playing cards as being evil. Right. One, I think they said that in times past, when tarot cards were not easily obtained, that people would use the face cards of a deck of playing cards for tarot card readings. And that's so it's got it's another one of those where it has some some yeah pagan or you know yeah touches down the line so you got you can't say you know like what they do with christmas right and i yeah yeah i get what you're saying but this is where a little bit of knowledge becomes a dangerous thing because the suits of the playing cards even if you're taking the face cards out are akin to what they call the Trump's tarot cards. They're the same thing, just called differently. There is, I mean, and I haven't read tarot cards in, hell, 25 years. And I used to redo it when I read, when I I think I got rid of my last set of tarot cards after we got married. Right. I think I yeah. had them all the way until after we got married. Mm-hmm. So my, but even then, it's been right. what eighteen years now. Right. So, so but stars and you know the pentacles and the, and the rods and the, all that are akin to hearts, clubs, spades. So what? This is where that you know that scripture you you choke on a camel while straining out a gnat comes into play. Why not just, you know, why is it only the face cards that really want to Well, see, and that's where I, um, there were some other answers, and that's where I could understand these answers a little bit better than Mm -hmm. bringing the whole Mm -hmm. replacement tarot card into it. Other people had said that, and this was more with the Southern, extreme Southern 
Baptist was that they don't allow any playing cards in the house because it leads to the temptation of gambling. Or solitaire. It, 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 playing the claw. You can gamble with yourself with solitaire. Yeah. I, I don't Playing know. Klondike or free cell or whatever. I, then get rid of your computer because they, yeah, you can you, do gambling. You can do, like, gambling. Right. You can do free cell. Oh, we even mentioned the other day. Why watch football? You got a sports betting. Fun. We're all going to have to go naked because they cast lots for Jesus's clothes. You are right. You are so correct. Clothes yes. can lead to gambling. So everybody get naked right now. Right. If, you, if you're going <laughs> to go to your logical conclusion, there you go. But then if we all get naked, then we have the temptation of sex. Right. So we're... Right. We're just screwed either way. So glue everything up. <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. Wow. You know, we, maybe we should write a script sometime. Because... <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like... It, it, it goes to show how absurd... Yeah. I mean, sometimes you have to take it to that yeah. extreme absurd to show, mm -hmm. because it really wasn't a far leap. No, it wasn't. It's like what Paul said when they were talking about when, you know, Paul being a Jew and the early Christians being Jewish were all circumcised. Not because of being Christian, but because they were Jews and they were keeping the old covenant. The, the, uh, Abrahamic covenant and the what they called the Judaizers which were Christians who felt that they even though they had the grace that came from accepting Jesus as Savior need to adhere to the old Jewish law diet and the Sabbath day and circumcision they felt well, you needed Jesus plus these things to stay holy. When it's all just, you know what, you sin? Jesus is here to take that penalty. There you go. And Paul told him, well, and this is a paraphrase, but not a leap. If you feel like circumcision brings you closer, just emasculate yourself and become all the more holy. Basically saying, hey, if cutting the tip of your thing off makes you holy, go the rain above it. I mean, that's pretty much what he's saying. Chop the whole thing off and you'll be all the better, buddy. This is where we are. And no. No. <laughs> now, in the... Kind of right. To bring us back around. Right. Swing us back, back around. To cards. From, yep. <laughs> uh... <laughs> There is some uh, speculation that this was a troll post uh, okay. because the original poster <coughs> never came back. <coughs> well, wait. There was a few people who said um, that, uh, that that original poster um, is a regular on the site and they've seen her do other things. So they're not sure why she asked that and never came back. Right. But at that point, that's where we were at was there was over a hundred comments and she was not replying to anybody. But she's somebody that they know. So it, it was kind of strange as to why she why she did that in the first place. But yeah, it made for interesting conversations yeah. for us this week. Um, 
that and this one I've seen on several different um, Facebook groups that I'm a part of, but apparently we can't watch Clifford anymore. The big red dog. Yeah. 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 yeah can't yeah. watch him anymore. Okay. Um, because there's going to be an episode coming up where Clifford and the owner, I forget the little girl's name. Um, I forgot. I wasn't really a fan of Clifford, but anyway. No, me um, they can't go to, they can't watch this because Clifford and her, the little girl goes over to a friend of hers house mm -hmm. and that friend has two moms. So they try to push that agenda down our throat. I mean... Really, he's a big giant hellhound anyway. You shouldn't be watching it, folks. <laughs> Come on now. Any talks. I mean, evil. But, I, I, and again, I made my same comment that I make all the time is, I don't believe PBS has ever claimed to be Christian. Mm -hmm. I don't think Clifford has ever claimed to be Christian. Right. So why are we expecting them? <laughs> yeah. You know, but, and I, I've said it before, so I know how, I know you guys know how I end that. But anyway, the other angle that I look at it too is because I'm seeing a lot of people saying, well, um, why aren't they letting our kids be kids? Why, um, why are they trying to shove this agenda down our kids' throats? And it's like, okay. To take my comment further about the fact that PBS and, and Clifford have never claimed to be Christian. Right. Which means they've got a, they have a wide audience. Yeah. So there are kids watching Clifford who have two moms. Right. There are kids who watch Clifford who have two dads. Because mm -hmm. the one thing that they say too is, why can't we go back to being family friendly? They are being family friendly right? There's because some... families are very diverse. Right. You've got single dad families. You've got single mom families. You've got two moms, two dads, grandparents. Right. Family friendly does not mean Christian value fit family. Right. Family friendly means there's no explicit violence. There's no explicit language. There's no sexual content. Right. Showing two moms is not sexual content. Right. Because I saw a picture of, I guess, like a still frame of, of the episode, and it's Clifford outside of the house, the little girl standing in front of him, talking to her friend, who has her two moms standing next to her. So they are outside, fully clothed. Well, they're not making out? No. Oh. They're not even holding hands. Oh, my. So, but they're saying, why are they getting rid of family, family friendly? They're, they're not. Yeah. Oh. That is still a family friendly show. Because what's happening is these Christians, and I'm a Christian, so they right. get what I'm saying there. Right. As you like to say, hear what I'm saying, don't hear what I'm not right. saying. Yep. I am a Christian. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I know what I believe the Bible says. Right. You know, I'm not saying I know everything the Bible says, and I'm not saying I everything right. that I believe about the Bible is correct. I, I think it is. I hope it is. But but you're you're yeah. you're a student, yeah. Right. But um, where was I going with that? 
Um, family friendly. Yeah, family friendly has nothing to do with Christian morals. Right. No. So for them to keep repeating, well, how come you know how come there's no family friendly shows anymore? Uh, that that's, if just, that's you, just because you are too in your Christian bubble. Right. And what what family friendly is this is nothing in there that is going to offend I'm not gonna say offend your sensitivities because evidently it does. the modern Christian group is one of the most sensitive people in the world. And I yet talk about snowflakes. And then they're the first ones to call everyone else snowflakes. You know. Uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, and I, I feel like, a, a, you know, there's going to be people on here saying, oh, you're a Benedict Donald because, oh, whatever, you know. But people don't even know. Let's use critical thinking and logic now with this. Different subject, but Garth Brooks was wearing a... a Barry Sanders jersey. Barry. Not Bernie. Barry. And people, oh, I'll never listen to Garth Brooks again. First of all, I know Garth Brooks is a liberal. If you thought he was a conservative, you really haven't paid attention till he wore a, a jersey of a presidential candidate that doesn't exist. So... All of a sudden, I can't, I can't listen to Garth Brooks because he, he ain't hold upholding my values anymore. He probably well, never did. What value is that? Getting drunk in a bar? Because that's what he's singing about. How conservative of a family value is that? It's not. Just because he's a country singer doesn't make him a right wing. Stop assuming that on him and then blaming him for not going holding to your standards. Just like PBS, and just like Target, and just like Mattel, like we talked about last week. Go listen to that episode. But anyway. Yeah, but what we're talking about, even going back to PBS, I think it was Arthur. Uh-huh. Who, who's at that, that turtle? Is it that, that show with the turtle? No. Uh, Ar- Arthur. I'm, I mean, no, Arthur isn't a turtle, I don't think. Arthur is like that bear guy. Right, but there is a turtle. Yeah. Okay. In the, I don't know. Anyway, it's Arthur. I don't know. He had some... There was a character in mm-hmm. Arthur that has... Mm-hmm. That is part of the LGBT community. I forget in which, in which right. way, but part of the community. That show... That show aired over a year ago. Yeah. So, I mean, has PBS oh, that... been okay for this last year? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess there's some people who didn't know about that episode. Yeah, but, and they don't... Yeah. But... It's still, it's like, come on, people. And then, um... I mean, hell, these people probably go and, and, and wrap themselves up in Bible pages and hide under the bed when freaking Steven Universe is on. What do they do during that show? You never hear anything about that. Not that I'm saying you should. Don't go and rail against Steven Universe. They are what they are, and they never claim Christianity. Oh, I right. don't care. That's that other, the new movie coming out, the Onward. Onward. The one uh, they've got there, it, it. There's a character who is a transgender character. 
I mean, I'm actually interested to see how they play it out. Right. Because as far as I understand, he's an alien anyway. Is it, is so, it an alien or a troll or a no, whatever? No, he looks like a... Um, he's purple. Right, yeah. He almost looks like a purple Bart Simpson. Right. Not, not Bart Simpson, uh, Homer. Right. He almost looks okay. like a purple Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm. But apparently he's from another... If I'm understanding it correct, he's an alien from another planet. Mm-hmm. But he's a transgender. Okay. Well, now we can't, you know, well, onward can't be watched. Okay, and, then, then. Then let's take this to its logical conclusion and rail against Lord of the Rings. Because the orcs are asexual and most of them are played by women, but they act like guys. I mean, once again, folks, <laughs> don't take me seriously and don't rail against Lord of the Rings because it's been 15 years and no one gives a damn. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just it, it's <sighs> I, I don't even know anymore I, I don't and, yeah it's, it's, it's a little tiresome and if you don't laugh about it you're gonna cry and that's why we're here I mean, to I, laugh about it yeah <laughs> I mean and you know the, how I always end my comments on all of them is I know what I believe according to the Bible, mm-hmm. and I know why I believe it. And some of that may not. Right. Some of it, they may agree with some. I may agree with some of what they say, and I may not agree with other parts of what they say. But I just look at them and I say, no matter what, I'm not going to keep my children in a bubble. Right. Because they're going to venture out into the world, mm-hmm. and they're going to interact with all manner of people. Yep. And I want them to know how to do that. In what I consider a Christ-like manner, yep. according to the Bible, mm-hmm. and to me, just put in a nutshell, it's loving people. Yeah. And how can you love people if you're trying to shelter your children from them? Yeah. I- I'm sorry, you just can't. Yeah. You you can't. Nope. If you think that they're evil enough that you have to hide your children from them. Mm-hmm. Or from that subject, right. you can't show the love that you need to show yeah. to, to humanity, which yeah. is what Christ said for us to do. Yeah. We're to love God and we're lo- to love our neighbor, which is humanity, all of humanity. Right. And yeah. as I said, I refuse to keep my kids in a bubble. I refuse to shelter them. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. where we are with that. I get it. I'm there. And... With that, we're going to bid you a fond adieu. (laughs) Join us next week. We'll have more fun. (laughs) Thank you for everyone that participated. You guys are awesome. Please go to Apple iTunes. uh, Rate, review, subscribe, spread the word. Do everything. We are working on... The whole merch thing. We're still doing that. Um, You guys are awesome. Yep. Stay decent to each other. Love y'all. Bye. Peace. You always get the last one. Shh. What? Bye.